Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session number 18 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. The name of this session is Electrician to Mercedes. We're going to feature the story of uh, Roger Wagers. Here's the reality, guys. $10,000 a month net people, earners in network marketing are a dime a dozen. That's the reality. 3% of the population can get involved in this industry and they have the skill sets, mindsets, work ethic, determination to go out and make it happen. And they have the credibility to attract people. The problem is personality is not duplicatable, as I've said 10,000 times. Uh, in this particular episode, uh, I hope that you hear this concept from a different perspective a different understanding, and it's the reason – Roger is one of the reasons of many, many people, but Roger is a classic example of why I feel so strongly about this concept. The network marketing industry, in my estimation, has got to return to our roots of personal development, personal growth, build people, people build the business. We have to start developing the 27 percenters. If we're dependent upon 3 percent to make it happen – it's a tough, tough, tougher business because most people that are three percenters are right now doing their own thing. They're building their own dream. So the only way you're ever going to recruit a person like that is if you find them in between stages, in, in between opportunities. Is the only way that you're ever going to attract a person like that because that that's just the way – it is when you sit back and you look at the world and people and entrepreneurs and 70% of the people are going to die broke regardless of what we do. But the world is full of 27 percenters, good, honest, hardworking people that are teachable and willing to get plugged into true wisdom of the ages, success principles, and systems that can be duplicated. Roger's story is awesome, but, you know, if you go behind the scenes, it's not just what he did. Roger developed many, many leaders on his team because he understood the process that they were going to have to go through because he went through the process himself. He didn't enter the industry with the skill sets and mindsets to become a network marketing leader and professional. He's from a small Kentucky town, an electrician. I think you're going to love this story. And hopefully after you hear Roger's remarkable story, you'll understand why I know, I know that the network marketing profession, uh, the people that grasp what I'm trying to communicate and say, you know what, we, we're going to return to the roots of personal growth and leadership development. And, and you will know why I understand and I get and I've experienced that unity creates separation. Unified, duplicatable systems really, really are the secret. And you'll hear me talk about this for the rest of my life. But 
I think Roger Waiters and many other people that we work with over the years 100% validate this concept. I hope you enjoy Electrician to Mercedes with Roger Waiters. And now we're real excited to introduce our next speakers because they're they're doing it too. They're from the same town as Carol. And uh, they happen to be my immediate upline in this business. And they have, good gracious, I, I just can't even begin to say what they've done for me as far as my business. They've, you know, I'm not even going to try. But I do appreciate them very, very much for being here and for being in this company. And again, for having uh, helped show me the value of a system. Now, you're going to hear system over and over and over again, and I hope that you take it home with you and hear and listen to it over and over again. By the way, it's the third tape in your book, okay? The system is there. So listen to it, okay? But our next presenter is Rhonda Wagers. Let's give him a rousing welcome here. All right. Is it working? Great. It's a pleasure to be here and to be a part of the very first New Image International National Conference. And if you can tell, I'm scared to death. I, I wish Roger was holding this one and I was using the other one. But I'll briefly, I'm just briefly going to share with you how Roger and I got involved with New Image. Um, approximately two and a half years ago, we were introduced to network marketing. And at that time, I was a full-time employee of the LNF Federal Credit Union, and Roger was an electrician for the American Greeting Corporation. And to be quite honest with you, I was very dissatisfied with my job and looking for a way out. And about that time, Carol introduced the other company that she was talking about to us, and I saw that company as my way out of the credit union. Um, the only problem I had was convincing my skeptical husband. Um, he was very skeptical, had preconceived ideas about network marketing, so he didn't want to hear anything that I had to say about this company. After two weeks of begging, he finally, I finally did convince him to go to a briefing with me. And after that briefing, Roger was fired up and ready to go. We got involved with that business. After a month and a half, I was able to quit the credit union and go full-time in that company. After three months in that business, my commission check exceeded my yearly income the previous year before at the credit union. After eight months in the business, Roger was able to resigned from American Greeting and go full-time. Um, in October of 93, Dale introduced us to New Image. And we were, we were really successful in the business that we were in before. But we did realize that the timing to get involved in a company was extremely important. And we also had the greatest amount of respect for Dale, and we knew that if, if Dale really saw this and thought that it was what we needed to do, then we, we needed to do it. So we signed up that evening, or I did, Roger did, and he had to close out everything we had in the other business. But we, we got involved, and it has absolutely changed our lives. And that's basically all I'm going to say, because I'm going to leave the rest of the story for the next guest speaker to share with you. And I count a privilege to be able to introduce to you the next guest speaker. He's um, a really important person in my life. He's uh, my sponsor. And the love of my life, Roger Wagers. Give him a hand. I wish you hadn't done that. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here today. Bill called me a couple of weeks ago 
and said, Roger, I want you to take part in this conference. And I've been thinking, he gave me a basic idea of what I was supposed to do, and I've been thinking of all the different things that I want to do. I put together different packages. You know, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, maybe I wanted to come up here and look good today. Uh, but I, I come to the conclusion a couple of days ago, we come up, uh, this is our anniversary week, uh, Monday was our anniversary, 13 years, and we come up a couple of days early. And not before last, I was laying in bed trying to think of just exactly what I wanted to say. And it come to me, I know what my goal is today, what I want to do today. What I would like to do, and if just one person gets what I'm trying to say today, it'll be worth my whole conference. I do a training from time to time, knocking people off the fence. And usually I'm talking about people out there in the world that's not in this business. Today, it's my goal. I think that there's a lot of people in this room. You're in the business. You've signed the application, but you're still on the fence. And I want to share my story, my background, and I believe that I can point out some things and get my point across. Uh, as everyone knows, I'm an electrician in American Greeting, um, or was. When I come out of high school, I just got married, and I got a job at production work on third shift at American Greeting. I had a vision. I had a vision. I had a vision I wanted to be, I always wanted to be an electrician. That's what my dad was, and I thought that was just the greatest thing in the world, and that's what I wanted to do. So I worked third shift and went to school to become industrial electrician on day shift. And when I, because I was the factory is union, and because I was the bottom man on the total pole coming in, I was getting bumped all over the factory. You know, I would be here one week doing production work. Next week I'd be over here. Next week I'd be over there. And I learned a very valuable lesson in that. I don't know um, what people think that this business is any different than any other JLB. You see, I think the reason people don't make it in this business is because they don't give their chance, their self a chance to stick around long enough and learn what they're doing. It's uncomfortable. I was getting bumped from job to job doing production work, and I've always had this inner thing in me that I couldn't stand not to do as good as everybody else. And when you get on a new job, you don't really know what you're doing. It's hard. The first couple of days, it's hard. You're not getting production. And I realized that every time I would go to a new job, the first night, that was the awfulest job in the world. I hated it. But the next night is a little easier. The next night is a little easier. And by that time, I was getting production. Uh, by then, I worked hard. They have jobs put up in the lunchroom for bid. And I was bidding on a skilled job so I could make more money. We just got married, like I said. And there was this job up for bid for a machine. And the lift was a mile long too much. And, and everybody on there I knew had more seniority, and it was based on seniority. And I, but I went ahead and put my name on it. And about three or four weeks later, after the job had already been taken down, they come around and said, do you want this job? And I, I couldn't, at that time, I couldn't figure out how in the world I got it. But I told them I did, and I went out there, and come to find out, this machine was supposed to be the worst thing in the world to run. And all these people that all, had all this seniority, what they were doing, they hadn't figured out what I'd figured out in a couple months. They'd been here for years, and they'd been on this job, and you'd got a week to turn it down. 
they'd get on that job. It's just like any other thing. It's uncomfortable. It's out of your comfort zone. And they wouldn't give it a chance. Two or three days later, they no, I don't want it. Some people scared them to death, didn't even give it a night. When they come and told them, you've got it, no, I don't want it. They were afraid to get out of their comfort zone and learn something else. I got that machine, and a couple months, I was able to run production there. They started laying off people. There were people getting laid off six, seven years seniority. I had three months. Because I was a skilled worker, I wasn't getting laid off. Before a year was up, though, they just kept laying them off, kept laying them off. I just bought our first house. We'd moved in in August. October 1st, they came in. They said, Roger, we hate to tell you this. We hate to lose you. You're doing a good job here, but you're laid off. Five days later, my son was born. Am I painting a picture for anybody about a J-O-B? I went out and had to try to find something else. I found convenient. I started working as a stock boy training for an assistant manager, night job. Uh, I worked hard. It was uncomfortable in the beginning, but I worked hard. I, I did everything I could. I, I picked everybody's head to try to figure out exactly what needed to be done, how it needed to be done, how to improve things. And I worked my way up to a manager, day manager. Worked that for about two years. One day it came to the point that the owner came in and he said, Roger, uh, he was partners with another guy. He said, I've been talking with my partner and uh, we're talking about, thinking about uh, selling some of our stores off to some of the managers if they want them. And I was just, we've not made any final decisions yet, but I would like to know if, uh, if you'd like to be considered for that. And first of all, I said yes. And then I went home and I got to thinking. I'd been robbed. Had a gun stuck to my head, and they tied me back in a freezer. Uh, they stole my truck from the store. Uh, I was putting in about 70, 80, 90 hours a week. I was the manager, but anytime anybody didn't show up, I had to be called in, go in, work. Uh, my family life. I didn't have any family life. We worked seven days a week. We worked every holiday. Christmas, I had to get up in the morning at 2.30 in the morning to have Christmas because I had to be at work at 5.30. And my wife and I discussed it. Uh, about that time, I got a phone call from American Greetings wanting to know if I wanted to come back to work. And I had swore I'd never go back to that again. But we decided that that's what we wanted to do. I didn't. See, I had an opportunity to own my own business like a lot of other people in this room. But I realized before I ever got started that I really wouldn't own it. The business was going to own me. It already owned me. And I thought more of my family than just a few extra dollars. So I went back to American Greetings. Uh, within six months, I got a job in the maintenance department, electrician. That's what my goal was in life, I thought. That was my vision. I'd worked hard. Uh, I'd done electrical work on the side. Um, anything I could do in that, pick up uh, books or whatever. I studied and... Um, I thought, this is it. This is it. This is what I really wanted. I had job security. See, there were a few, just a few electricians in the whole factory. They just about have to shut the factory down before I would have got laid off this time. I really had that security. And I worked hard, and I worked my way up to top pay. And I got to thinking, you know, there's got to be something more here. 
so I was trying to figure out a way to improve myself and maybe show myself more valuable to that that factory and maybe I could get some kind of benefit out of it. So what we had is we had a new press department come in and the presses had these PCs on them. Nobody in-house knew how to uh, program them. They didn't know how to troubleshoot them. We were hiring outside contractors come in, paying them $100 an hour to do this. And it all of a sudden it clicked in my head, you know, Roger, this is your opportunity. You learn how to do this, prove yourself to the people at this factory, and you'll get what you need here. So over a period of about two years, I went to school on my own. Uh, at, when I was at home, I was studying. I, my mind never stopped. I was trying to master these PCs. And after about two years, I proved myself to that factory that I could handle them. And they came in one day and they called me in the office and they said, Roger, said, we made a decision. Uh, you've proved to us that you can do this. We told the contractors we don't need them anymore. And what we'd like for you to do is be on call for us seven days a week, 24 hours a day. That's what I thought, Rick. So what I had done... By the time I was 25 years old, I had worked myself into what Dale does a training on and calls the Great American Box. I was trapped. I had the stability. I had a nice home. I had nice cars. Not automobile. Uh, I had what everybody seemed to think that I should have. You know, what everybody strives for. Had a good family. But my wife and I decided we wanted something more out of life. And we started looking. And as Ron has already told you, uh, we found network marketing. I was very skeptical. I had preconceived ideals about it. But when I met Dale for the first time, we drove up to Lexington to a briefing. And when I seen him up in front of the room, it just clicked. And after that briefing, I was so excited. I had never even, I'd never met Dale. And after the briefing, I wanted to talk with him. And everybody got around him, so I just stayed back, uh, waiting until everybody got finished. And as a matter of fact, we were all the way out of the building. We were in the parking lot when I finally got to him. And when I got to him, I said, Dale, my name's Roger Wagers, and I said, I'm excited about what I've seen here tonight. I don't know if he remembers this or not, but this is the best thing that ever he could have ever done for me. And I want you to listen to this. It may be, sound strange to you, but it's what made me what I am today. One word. I said, Dale, I'm excited about this, and I want you to tell me how I can go to work tomorrow and tell my friends about what I've just seen here tonight. And the first word that Dale Calvert ever said to me, ever, was, shut up. <laughs> And then he said, Roger, he said, I don't mean to be harsh, but he says you need to learn what you're doing here because what you're going to do and what most people does in this business, they get excited about it and they go out flopping their mouth talking about something that they don't know anything about and you're going to ruin your best prospects. 
Without saying, it jarred me. And I did exactly that. I went home, and this other company we were in, we had a system. And I absolutely wore my cassette out. Night and day. I could not sleep at night time. I was excited. We made a commitment. A commitment. We didn't say we were going to go in and try it. We made a commitment for six months. We were going to work this thing as hard as we could. And I told Rhonda, I said, I believe if we work this hard for six months, we can replace your income and we can afford for you to go full time. Because what we'd done, we'd done just like all the masses out there do. We had all these things, but it was taking everything we could do from our J-O-Bs just to pay the bills. I studied everything that Dale told me to study. If he gave me a cassette that I needed to go buy, I went and bought it and I listened to it. If he told me a good book, I came to Dale. See, a lot of people out there in this room and a lot of people out there, maybe not as many in this room, but you're going to run into them. They're going to come to these briefings and they're never going to ask you. They think somebody needs to come to them Specifically, when we stand up here and tell you you need to join the Tape of the Month program, uh, you need to buy these books, you need to read them, we mean everybody in the room. We don't, we don't necessarily have to call out your name individually. And I took him for what he said. I went to him and I said, Dale, what's the first book I need to read? And he gave it to me, The Magic of Thinking Big. I went that day and bought it and read it that night. I took went back the next week to the Lexington meeting. I told him, I've read it. What do I need to do next? He gave me the next book. He gave me the next book. The next book. I spent 18 months. I had never read a book in my life all the way through. I made excellent grade in school, but I just read what I had to. But I spent 18 months, and I still do, but 18 months of that was just totally devoted to improving myself. If you all knew me two and a half years ago, you would be amazed at what you're seeing today. And I'm not saying that I'm doing a good job. I'm just saying just because I'm standing up here in front of you is a big step for me. Our first briefing, we had 17 people in the meeting. They were all my personal friends. My only job was to introduce Dale. I got up there. I was sweating. My hands was shaking. My knees were knocking. And I forgot Dale's last name. <laughs> We worked that business hard and we got a lot of benefits. Yes, it's true. We were able to both go full-time, replace our income. Uh, we had our goals up. We were striving for them. We were able to buy on the new Mercedes last year. And, and, I mean, the financial side was great, but there's not anything. There's no dollar amount that you can put on the training that you all are receiving this weekend and the tape, that the Tape of the Month Club will give you and the good books that they recommend. There's not anything, there's no dollar amount that you can put on that. It will change you. And there, there's no greater reward that I can think of than that. Um, I started on the product about September. I got good results. New Image Plus, I uh, got real good results. I had problems with low blood sugar, uh, getting the jitters if I didn't eat right on time, uh, running out of energy. I Got real good results. I lost 16 pounds in seven weeks. I had more energy. I never had those problems anymore with my blood sugar. I was sold on the product. People started coming to me, asking me what I was doing. They wanted my whatever it was, and I was selling it to them. I found out the last two weeks of October 
that there was an opportunity behind the product. And I was told at a time, I had all these things in the back of my mind, but I wouldn't allow myself to think about different things, about where I was at, where I was headed. Uh, was I really going to be able to achieve all my dreams and goals where I was at? And Dale came to me and Rhonda, and he told us what he was getting ready to do. And first thought was, well, this is just the, you know, this is it. Now, this is the end of the dream. He was leaving. And I went back to the motel that night, and I got to thinking, and I realized what we really had here. I really realized what we had here. See, I wonder if everybody in this room really understands what we have a hold of here. I had a pill that I was taking, three with breakfast. I was feeling better. I was losing weight. I wasn't trying to sell it. Didn't want to sell it. People were coming to me, asking me what I was doing, wanting to buy it. The timing. Getting in on the ground floor of what I knew no doubt, first day I signed my name on the application, I have no doubt New Image International will rewrite network marketing history. No doubt in my mind, they will be that next billion dollar network marketing company. And I realized what I was being offered. Two days later, I met Bell in Lexington. I signed the application, got my manual. And this is what I will some of the people in this room, I think, need to hear. See, I've spent almost two years working on myself. And like I said, I continue doing that. You ever get to where the point you think you don't need to? You're in bad shape. But after working for two years, learning a duplicatable system, knowing just about what Dale Calvert thinks, I can just about look at him and tell you what he's wanting to say now because I've... I've just, everything he tells me to do, I've tried to do it. But I went home and I didn't go out the first day and start trying to build this business. I took this manual home and I realized that I need to start all over. I need to learn this system. See, I don't care the three percenters out there in the room. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how many thousands of dollars you've made in another company. You're in New Image International now, and you need to learn our system. Our system works. You're not the issue. That system is. That system is. That's it. That's the secret to it. The average person can do it. And this is about the last point that I'd like to make. I'm probably about out of time here. But we spend a lot of time talking about the average person can do this business. And Dale said it. We, we've got a saying, Joe can do this business. That's true. Joe can do it. But Joe probably not. He's probably not going to. Why isn't he going to? Because he has no vision, for one thing. you got to have a vision. you got to know where you're going. If you don't know where you're going today, I'm telling you, you're headed out of this business. You're already headed out. You've got to know where you're going. You've got to have the big picture in mind when you begin. You can't wait till it happens. It's not ever going to happen until you know what you're headed for. I don't care how bad your personal business is 
going right now. It doesn't matter. I don't care if everybody you've walked up to laughed at you and said, I can't believe you got involved with another skinny powder company. I don't care how many customers you've had take your product and call back and say, I can't tell a difference. It doesn't matter. And the second thing, you've got to take enough time to develop yourself. You've got to take enough time to listen to the cassette. Read that manual from cover to cover. Listen to every cassette in it over and over and over. Get on the tape of the Muff Club and join it. You know, no doubt in my mind, and I'm glad that I know a lot of people in this room in my downline, but I'm glad I've not formally met you yet. I don't know if I can say this, but there's no doubt in my mind some of you all have never even opened your manual and you think you're going somewhere with this company. But that's a misconception on your part. And if, if it's been something that we've said, see, this company is going places. No doubt. It's going to the top. But there's no free rides. You're going to have to pay the price. You're going to have to read the books. You're going to have to listen to the cassettes. You're going to have to come to briefing. You may have to separate yourself from some of the friends that you're hanging around with. You see, that's a big part. And not only friends, the biggest ones that you may have to separate is your family. Because they're going to tell you, you can't make it in this business. And I'm telling you, they're right as long as you sit there and listen to them. You're going to have to separate yourself. Started the last two weeks in October. I went full-time first, first day. I had to get my income up. Had to. I mean, I, the bills are going to still come in. And I was going full-time in a brand new business. We moved about 30-some cases. I think we're about a third of the company that first two weeks in the, in the company. I set a goal for November. November, I wanted to move 100 cases throughout my organization. I needed that income to pay the bills. The first six days, first six days of the month, we've moved over 100 cases. I wanted to be the first national director to work his way up through the marketing plan. That was one of my goals. It took me six weeks to get there. Not me. I had put together a team. We had a team that was working. Out of that team that I put together... After I made national director, I had to look at them and see who was wanting to do this business and who wasn't. Because I learned in the other business, you can't want it for somebody worse than they want it for themselves. And I found three people. Three people. I had probably about a hundred people in my organization at that point. I had three people that I decided that these are the three I'm going to work with. From that, I don't even know how many people we got in our organization. I have no idea. I've, I've got a, a readout. It's about 30-some pages long. We're in 30 states. Uh, this business has absolutely exploded for us. But the point that I want to get across is I did it by doing the system. It didn't matter if I had already paid some of the price in the other company and worked on myself. I still plugged into the program. And I will tell anybody that comes up to me and asks if they're going to do this business, I tell them, you plug into the system. And if they don't want to plug into the system, you're not going to get my time. You're not going to get my time because they're not playing ball. And the way I'd like to end this is I want to spill a story from Dale because I think it's appropriate here. 
there was a wise man one time in this town. And everybody in town, the word got out that this guy, you know, he was, he's really a wise man. He, you could take a problem to him and he could tell you what you needed to do. And people were coming all over town every day. They just lined up. And one day there was this smart aleck young kid decided that he was going to try to prove this wise man that he, he could do something that the wise man couldn't tell him. So he, he caught this little bird and he had it in his hands. And he went up to the wise man and he asked the wise man. He told him he had a, a bird in his hands and wanted one to know is it, is it alive or is it dead? And what the smart aleck young kid was going to do is if the wise man said it was alive, he was going to take his fingers and just twist its neck and open his hands and show him that it was dead. And if the wise man said that it was dead, then he's just going to simply open his hands and let it fly off. And the wise man looked back at the young smart aleck kid and said, it's all in your hands, son. It's all in your hands. And that's what I want to tell you today. It's all in your hands. Thank you. I know there are some six-figure income earners in the network marketing industry that just had a paradigm shift after hearing Roger's remarkable story. People get offended when I say that $10,000 a month income earners are a dime a dozen. But the reality, the truth is, and please hear me and please understand why I'm communicating what I'm communicating. It's not for me. The reality is there's more people in the last 50 years who have gotten to a $10,000 a month income in the network marketing industry that today are no longer involved in the profession than there are people currently in the profession making that kind of income. We diluted it down. We've diluted the opportunity down to, you know, our main focus is if you get three, yours is free. And instead of saying, look, here's an opportunity in three to five years to create financial independence and true wealth, we've dummied it down to appeal to the lowest common denominator. And some of you that are six-figure earners and you're listening to this, you're going I know the paradigm shift happened for you. And if it hadn't, just go back through and listen to some of the other MOM success episodes like David Cook and Paul and Marsha Lane and Joy Morse and the list goes on and on and on. Uh, the proof is here. Uh, the documentation is here. And after this episode, I know that our phone's going to be ringing with people that say, Dale, I want you to train and consult and help me put together a unified system for my team. I know that's going to happen. Just let me tell you up front, number one, I have a waiting list. Number two, until you have read why the masses of network marketers are frustrated and confused and don't have a clue what they're doing, yes, that is the title of a booklet. It's at mommasses.com. And until you have gone through the DVD set, Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire, and that's at momconfessions.com. Uh, just really don't call our office because 
Number one, we have a, we, we, we have a waiting list. Number two is right now, uh, and again, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this, but right now, uh, three hours of consulting is $5,000. It's not negotiable. It's payable up front. There's no refund. The first hour, we're just, I'm just going to get to know you, your organization, who you have, how they got there, what their background is. I'm going to get a, the first hour, I'm going to get a snapshot of what we're working with. And then we're going to take 15 minute segments. And in 15 minutes, uh, I can point you in the right direction. I can throw the ball to you. You throw the ball back. I throw the ball to you. Throw the ball back, and and I go above and beyond if I need to do uh, special webinars with your team to get the systems introduced. I'm willing to do all that. I'm willing to go above and beyond, and it's not for me. I don't need the money uh, to live a very comfortable lifestyle. It's just about time. It's about time for me. It's time is the most valuable asset any of us have. And number two, and more importantly, is I don't want to work with people that don't really, really grasp the power and the concept behind unified duplicatable systems and how those create duplication and builds teams with the 27 percenters, the awesome people like Roger Wagers that you just heard. And the only way I know to make sure that you get it is to make sure you've read the masses book and seen the confessions because the confessions DVDs will blow your mind. It'll, it'll absolutely blow your mind when you see hundreds of people in an auditorium that know every concept system terminology to use. And nobody's out there just flying by the seat of their pants trying to convince people and twist people's arms into doing the business. It's the most remarkable uh, experience that network marketers will ever have. If you're a leader and if you've been around for a while, it's going it, you you, you, to blow you away. The Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire DVD series will blow your mind because you aren't going you, you, you it'll be like I never knew that could be created like this how does that happen you know but see here's what happens guys when you unify your organization you will separate your organization from all the other organizations in your company unity creates separation and it creates a confidence and an energy and an aura and a culture like you've never seen before in this industry, and it gives people like Roger Wagers and many, many others the opportunity to get in, stay in, plugged in, and really, honestly progress in this awesome profession. So that's how I wanted to end it today. Appreciate you guys being with us. Uh, you know, some people, a guy had a guy last week, I'll end it with this, and he sent me this email, who who died and made you MLM, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, look, guys, look, look. Track record is track record. I had the opportunity that 99.9% of the people that enter this industry never have. And that's the opportunity to listen to audios 
eight hours a day. In my full-time job when I started in this industry, 7,500 hours of audio my first three years. And it gave me a different perspective, a different awareness than most people will ever have the opportunity to have. And I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that till 35 years later. But I understand it now. And I know what it takes to develop true long-term residual income and a duplicating organization that will duplicate for generations and generations when you build it based upon the right systems and programs and you understand it's about building people and people will build the business. We've become an industry in dissipation. Uh, people don't know if they're involved in network marketing, internet marketing, affiliate marketing. It's all combined. Everybody's looking for the marketing hack, the new tweak, the perfect funnel, and all this other stuff that I'm not saying is not important. It is very important. But network marketing is about building people. And if you build people, people build the business. We'll talk to you next month, next week, excuse me, on the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Please don't call our office until you read the masses book and the confession and went through the confessions video program if you want to go on our coaching and consulting waiting list. Have an awesome week. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.